It's dice. It's new set of the same exact coloring of dice, but hopefully I don't have the ridiculous, I get a 20 and another 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once more fair dice. What kind of fucking player is this man? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. I'm going to be your harbor master today, Jameson Oxford. We are a real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I like to focus on storytelling, and the fools near me like to focus on driving me insane. Word. Ah, word. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, to my cartoon left. It's me. Uh, this is Randall, Amadio. back again, playing the rogue city guard noble out here just trying to be a good boy. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, Dylan's so fucked. Uh, to my left. Hey, it's your boy Roy, and I am played by Ryan. That's how I'm going to say it this time. And Roy is a rogue warlock, and it's probably not going to be a whole round a whole lot in this episode because we've got some shit going on. To my left. Is it me? We can go you. Could and be then- you. And then Strana. <laughs> I was gonna say usually it's me. Oh, sure, go, go ahead, Strana. Mitch. It's it's you. No, it's Strana. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Strana, uh, this you. Is, this is Sabobos being played by Strana. He, he's he's a puppet master. I I swear. I swear. Don't trust him. And to my left, the idea of you being a criminal mastermind is terrifying. It's the most terrifying concept on the show so far. <laughs> I just sort of accepted that years ago. I just assumed. Is it me now? Now is it me? Yeah, that's it's you. you. Yeah, that's it's you, you, my bitch. dude. Hi, guys. It's me. This awkward bro- this awkward silence brought to you by me not knowing where I sit in our proverbial digital space and Jay not putting up the thing that tells me where I sit. Cause Trying I, to establish a pattern, my dude. You should know I mean, now. I got to remember stuff. It's what not our dice, strong suit. What dice do I roll for things? Who do I play? I don't know, man. Why am I here? I don't know, man. Who do you play? Bruce. I play Bruce, our Goliath fighter. The big old protector daddy boy. Next. <laughs> Next. And to his last in the rotation, it's your man, Jeff, playing, of course, the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. Mr. Bim. <laughs> Mr. Bim, that's right, back again. I love Mr. Jim. Your, 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 your skeleton sorcerer with a little bit of weird mixed in there. Shut up, you're weird. Fine. Before we give a little bit of a recap... Uh, does anybody have any tavern keeping? <gasps> Tables are dirty. Let's just break into some fucking tavern keeping here. That's right, everybody. We're mopping the windows and we're uh, sweeping the ceilings because fuck it, we've gone <laughs> off the rails. Should you replace re- replace the rushes? It's, it's necessary. bad in here, so let's keep this place up. <clears throat> so, in case you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, we are everywhere on the goddamn internet. Just mother beeping everywhere on the goddamn internet. And let me tell you how you can find us. If you go to the Facebook, all you have to do is tell them, Ryan. That's facebook.com slash Torchlit Tavern. And then if you want to go to the Twitter, tell them, Ryan. At Torchlit Tavern. And if you want to go to the website, tell them, Ryan. That's TorchlitTavern.com, Jeff. And if you want to use the hashtag so you can promote us, because gosh darn it, I can tell you right now we need it. Tell them what the hashtag is. Hashtag Torchlit Tavern. That's fucking right. You know what else we got? We got a Patreon and, you know... This is a trade secret, but Ryan, tell him what the Patreon is. Patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. We'd love it if you would go there to any of those theirs 
and support us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us, follow us, worship us, make a new religion after us, all because we love you. Or you could just tell a friend. It's one or the other, really. There's really no in between. <laughs> tell a no single friend uh, or start our cult. Personally, really, I advise what I'm looking for. for uh, starting a cult because if you do get that to registered religion, you don't have to pay taxes, and that's that's pretty True. sweet, pretty sweet deal. Uh, also, uh, Alec is going to be a high priest at minimum. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Alec is one of our beloved listeners, and you too gotcha, can have buddy. your name shouted out, and that might upset some people. Wait, but, is that uh, a, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> or a bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alec it's is a good okay question. with us talking way too much about him. Now this is D and D, and we uh, we encourage craftiness and thoughtfulness in D and D. So if you don't like that idea, maybe maybe you become a sponsor. Maybe you give us the name of your enemy. Maybe we shout their name over the internet. Just saying, mm. you go a lot of ways with that. You go a lot of ways with that. Yeah, maybe you give us the name of your enemy. Maybe. We hunt them down in full cosplay of our characters and beat them up in the strangest beating they've ever experienced in their life. Maybe. Speaking of which, you re- you recently just did that exact thing in our last episode. So, yeah, uh, one more shout out to a couple of fans uh, who are uh, friends of our, our our good boy, well, our bad boy, Ryan. Sarah uh, and Laz. Sarah and Laz recently reached out. Uh, to correct my pronunciation of a couple of names that are old Celtic, because they're super cool people. Sadly, I think I am kind of locked into the horrible way that I pronounce things, and I don't know if it'll change. Uh, Avil, I kind of had close. It's Avil, Avil, right? And uh, and and Kaon was like was like Queen almost. Plus qu- yeah. Queen. It's so I'm I'm a fucking monster and i'm probably going to continue to butcher those names but i do want to thank you so much you for, try- for trying <laughs> he went to ireland Dude, by the way folks keep, and he's keep still up your fixed. great work thank you so much thanks for listening yeah that that uh i love everyone who listens it uh you guys make me so happy that you enjoy the show uh and i hope to keep ma- yeah yeah keep us on our toes and i hope that we keep making a show that you enjoy that's true yeah uh, and then, so one of the, what Jeff was saying about hunting somebody down in the street and just, and just beating them within an inch of their life. Uh, uh, no, we killed him and then I brought him back. You did. So you beat him past an inch of his life and then added it back on. We do need to resolve that. Uh, last time on Torchlit Tavern, Randall's character Dylan got, was on a case because he's a member of the City Watch that was very similar to the method in which he died. It's the method that got him into this entire mess, really. So, so understandably, he was pretty upset. When he found the murderer who was assaulting many women and killing several others, he found out that it was a fey being that calls itself Jack. Jack of Spring Heel. Uh, using Roy's gift given to him by Grim, the hunter's helper. They tracked him down, gathered the party, and beat that man in the street. Hell yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, and uh, last wait, wait, we wait, left wait, off... Wait, 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 hang on. So we just did police brutality? Because, like, no, he's in the, Dylan he's in the guard. Police, Dylan Topical. did police brutality. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, did you see something? See, so- see something, say something! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's where we left off, and... 
you guys need to resolve that before we go forward. Where do you take Jack of Spring Heel now that he is trapped in uh, Sabobos's net and pretty much at your guys' mercy? Uh, Mark, well, no, he's on temporary hit points. No? No, 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 he gave him oh, a healing okay. potion. Sorry, my yeah. bad. This was not yours, this was his. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was mine, you cheesy douche. Continue. Yeah, oh, thing. his thing, yeah. You're stepping all over his shit. Yeah, it's his shtick. His shtick. Pull his shtick out of your ass. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna look at Grim and say, he's all yours. I mean, you just got done telling him that he dies when you say he dies. I guess that was short-lived. <laughs> no, as far as I know, Grim's a hunter, and this is his prey. Oh, uh, okay. I, uh... <laughs> Grim smiles wide uh, in a way that... It, it, it's always freaky to know that a skeleton's smiling at you, but you know he's smiling. Visibly pleased, Grim menacingly walks up to Springhill Jack. Did you hear that, Jack? A hunter always catches his prey. Now I have a decision to make. Do I find a way to throw you back? I'm sure they don't like you where we're from anymore. Or... Do I kill you myself? Being as it seems, neither of us have much of a place back there. I think I'll do with you like I've done my hunts for years. Keep your head as a trophy. (laughs) Are you done? Are we done? Oh, you'll be done. Soon. I'll just need to confirm something. And he looks up, looks at him real close. And uh, I would like to make a roll to determine if, or if I don't need to make a roll, even better. Determine if I can tell if he's on this plane in totality or summoned. Um, at a glance, no. Because you can't really tell just by looking at you either. Uh, I was trying to figure out if there was a way I could see, maybe using my special, uh, monocle powers, not hat powers, uh, to find out if he was tethered here, if he came here through a portal, or if he came here through more conventional means. What did I give you via the monocle? Remind me, and the listener. You gave me, like, true sight for, like, a couple seconds or something like that. Mm, what does it say? Let me see, give me a second. Okay. Tell the listeners the nice item I gave you. Yeah. Okay, so... And me, because sil- I don't remember. The silver-rimmed glass monocle completes a fetching ensemble. The monocle has three charges renewed upon catching the moonlight for the first time each night. The charges may be spent in the following ways. Charge One charge fairy fighter, two charges detect magic, and three charges... Oh, it's not anything but sea invisibility. Okay. See invisibility and detect magic. You could try to detect magic. Detect magic would, in theory, uh, you'd be able to see if he was conjured. Okay. Well, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to tap the old monocle and see if, theoretically, there is no evidence of conjuration magic on Jack. Jack is here the same way you are. Perfect. Uh, And while doing this, I tapped the monocle. I leaned in real close, like basically in his face. You're not very good looking, Grim. Do you have trouble fitting in? And again, this uh, this maniacal look crosses a skeleton's face. Oh, Jack, you came here by a portal, didn't you? I just sort of dropped in. I hear it's been happening lately. 
Yes, Jack. But what that means is something very, very special. And what is that, Mr. Grimm? It means when I kill you here, you will actually be dead. When you say that, uh, you can tell that he did not put that together yet because his eyes get very wide and his demeanor changes. Not so cheery now, are we, Jack? Uh, indubitably not. Not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not happy with that knowledge, Mr. Grimm. Uh, may I say that my previous comments were in... We're ill-advised, and uh, you look quite dashing. Uh, is that a new coat? Grim steps on his chest. So, since he's uh, basically pinned to the ground on the neck. Oh yeah, anyway, no, he, right? he he's 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 nothing he can do. Like he's at this is it, like no hit points. The only reason he's alive is because you chose to let him be. Uh, he thought that he would just go out and go back to the Fey Realm. This is your DM talking, you know. Uh, Usually if you're summoned or if you travel by moonlight, there's always the chance that you'll just go back. Uh, what's happening with you guys is uh, is dangerous. Your soul and body are completely on the material plane. So he is... Soulmate's body, man. Yeah, so <laughs> the thing that made a veal attached to somebody, the thing that makes you... Uh, the gamble is, is high. Yeah, so, the, uh, so Jack is panicked. He has realized the error he, he has made because, as he told Dylan in the last episode, he's been here a handful of weeks. He came in, judging by what he's, the, the few things that you guys have said, he came in near the same time you have and has been, and uh, I guess was keeping on the down low for a little while, but then he got to his old shenanigans that you know him for. Jack is a... Douche. Yeah, he's an old fae, but he's also... Very attached to humanity in a similar way that you are, although you know that Jack was similar to Evan. He was a man who came over once. Yeah. Uh, Avil, let, let's, let's say that Avil is telling Roy these things. Jack is the reason that we do not abduct adults. Why? Because adults tend to go crazy when they become fae. Grimm's friend Evan seems to be a strange outlier because sometimes th things can go okay, but mostly... They snap. Children handle being changed into Fae better than adults do. Do I, course, do I hear them? Do I hear her saying this to him? Yeah, of course. Jack was always a bit of a sociopath. I turn uh, towards her with my foot on his chest and I go, Yes, we used to take more during the hunt, but we ended up having to kill most of them. Still fun. <laughs> As he unsheaths his, uh, or grabs his, uh, I think it was already unsheathed. So as he grabs his cane sword. Okay, so as you're doing that, Jack is, you guys can hear that he's doing a little rhyme under his his breath, underneath Grimm's boot. And as he's drawing his weapon, or as Grimm draws his weapon, you hear, Jack is quite the naughty lad, a foppish, rude, unwelcome cad. His face good and handsome, sure. But his intentions seldom pure. Though most fairies cause us fear, Jack is something special, dear. The forests fill with danger brimming, often led by hunters grimming. But Jack cares not for dirt or trees, and makes his home upon cobbled streets. Should his breath warm nape of neck, drop your goods and run like heck. 
In autumn fay, may in forest slaughter. But Jack likes hunting you, my daughter. And as he's saying that and finishing it up, Grim is soaking in this beautiful moment <laughs> as he... He's got a boner? Jams his... <laughs> as he slowly just fucking runs his blade through his throat, like from one end all the way out the other, and then yanks it out, fucking whips it clean, and sheaths it again, and watches as he's dying now. Avil uh, whispers to you, Roy, Roy, get in on this, please. What? That is a lot of power. I would like some of it. Uh... <laughs> That's uh pretty fucked up there. He's dead anyway. If he's dead anyway, does that help? It helps me. Alright, I'll just blast it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Grim takes a deep a deep unnecessary breath through the nose. <laughs> and uh as as his life leaves him and goes mm. A hunt completed. Never so satisfying is anything else. And Avil and you kind of dove a keen jack. Not, not Grim. Grim actually gains nothing from the kill. That's why, that's why Avil really wanted a piece of it. Other than just the, the weird satisfaction and that look on Jeff's face, which is... I'm assuming it's what it looks like when he comes. Um, hmm. Something like. Something similar. That's All funny. Right. I was trying to avoid assuming that. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I uh, I don't have the luxury. Uh, so, you guys have any questions? That seemed a little unnecessary. Uh, Grim looks over at Bruce. Necessity wasn't the question in this. He is of my people, and I didn't like him. A veal shows up to everybody. Has Bruce ever seen a veal before? Uh, I don't I think believe that's I have. A no. I don't think so. Recently, I think that's it a happened no. and Bruce was gone. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. yeah it did happen when Bruce was gone. So, pretty no. sure that's a no. This is a first for Bruce. So, a ghostly white, black-eyed lady uh, pops into existence next to Roy and Grim. <laughs> Bruce, how do you react? <laughs> oh, he rolled the he rolled the dice, guys. He rolled a fucking dice Please to respond dice. to that. So, Bruce who has not been handling things terribly well and just saw a fucking specter appear, panicked and hucked the cobblestone he had for Jack at a veal. Now, who's that actually going to hit? But Mitch rolled a one. <laughs> oh, who's God. Who's that actually going to hit? <laughs> All right, how many players do we got? We've got eight people here. All right. <laughs> uh, everybody pick a number between one and eight. Six. Four. One. Eight. Four. <laughs> All right, so Block catches a rock. Quite nice. literally catches a rock. <laughs> Block catches it in the chest, is very, uh, gets knocked down to the ground, and uh, is is winded and just sort of dealing with that. Bruce, what, what the hell? Bruce, uh, Bruce draws his sword of warning. The hell is that? And you are, you are not is pointing it at a I, I, I look over and I'm like, oh, that's that's my old fady. <laughs> You're, you're what? You bitch. She's apparently been uh, here the entire time. I, my name is Avil, Bruce. I've, I know of you, but you have not met me. You ain't no demon, is you? I'm done with y'all if he is. No, no, no demon. 
No, that's that's uh that's where I get my my powers. M- not not by modern definitions, no. Archaic, maybe. Yes. Uh, we've been known to be referred to as demons, but prefer not to be thrown in with the like of those. Yeah, you know, I prefer not to be thrown in with the like of them too. And I was literally just in there, like. So, are we good, or am I running you through right yeah, now? Yeah, no, we're uh, cool. She's always here. Bruce, I, I wouldn't worry. I'm not sure that's making me feel better, but all right. And Sopobos just shakes his head. Yeah, this this has become a new but normal occurrence. You can see her now from time to time. I think uh, whenever I wish now. I'm feeling very good. Why? Yes, there are times, though, I wish I couldn't see her. <laughs> Close your eyes. Oh, wait. Sorry, I, I didn't mean... I mean, I know I you got skin. Yeah, no, no, eyes. no, no, I eyelids. Just, I mean... Yeah. Do you like I, do you use a lot of like eye drops or No? For for what purpose? Whenever you get that burden. I mean, they're, they're always they're always open. That's it's disconcerting. But I mean it's just the sockets, like there's not even eyes. I guess he wouldn't need them then, huh? You would guess correctly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think moving on. Um I, I I kick my pick my net back up and go just look at everybody kind of kind of sad. I I I just shake my head at everybody. It's like I I know confessions for all of you later. I don't know about the bony one. <laughs> okay, I didn't do nothing. Definitely you, and definitely the small I, one. Uh, I look at Sabobos and go, "This was not a matter for you or your god." Ah, you're you're hearing my and I need though. not confess. I, I just told you you didn't need to confess. So I'm glad you're in agreement with me. Dottie, so uh, Dottie says, yeah, we'll, we'll get right on that. Um, we're going to go see you in church, Dottie. burn the paperwork on this case. Uh, Dylan, talk to you later. Dil- Dylan's just leaving at this point because... Guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, any of... Uh, any of y'all want to, like, clue me in here? Yes, I'll talk to you. Come with me. I mean, you're the person I'm least worried about, Skelboy. I Damn. mean, we got this blue lady over here. We got, I don't know what Dylan's up to. I've been in hell. We hunting weird fey dudes now. Like, no one knows what Dylan's up to. Some of us are I, uh, I walk up Dylan. to Bruce. I put my hand against his back and I, I direct him, I direct him forward. Uh, but before I do that, I want to look back and uh, see if I can pick up any, and and sort of try to make a mental note of, uh, I don't know, his scent or his energy or anything that I could use oh. for tracking later, because I wish to see if I can find where he popped in exactly. Oh, Jack. Yes. Uh, mm, you, you keep acting like you have a scent, sense of sense, and then just keep, no. I think uh, we can all I, agree Grim doesn't have any sense. Yeah, he doesn't have any ha, sense. Ha ha ha. And, and, and that I'm is a multi-tiered to, pun. What I'm getting to here is some... That's why I said, or energy, or something. A scent is just an easy thing to reference. It's that something that's left behind. Tracking is something I can do now. Basically, the idea here is that Grim is hoping that if he was too involved in the moment to think to question him then, but <laughs> Grim is kind of hoping uh, to find where he came in. Because if it's the same place that Grim came in, mm-hmm. it's some place he should be watching for more. Yeah, um, Grim knows that they are going to be coming, and he wants to catch any. I get you. Openings as quickly as he can. Yeah. Um. Not at the moment. There's no. There's no evidence that would lead you in the direction. Like I said, it would actually have to come down some actual grunt 
work, survival check, something like that. Right, of course. But what yeah. this does prove is that it's not just you. Uh, you were sort of warned by Avila's sister, Kaoin, Quick Quain, uh, um, that that this is probably going to keep happening because you guys are attracted to the mantle. Of course. And that's the whole reason he's being this vigilant, is he knows that uh, moving into the future, it's going to be a more common occurrence. Absolutely. And he also knows that he can't just let all of these fae run wild here. Specifically, can't be letting them get something that they are not entitled to. Yeah. Uh, as he made pretty clear during that conversation, he's more than willing to be the sort of arbiter of who gets this thing. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so the answer to that is not at the moment, but yeah, follow up on that yeah. later. Uh, so just, yeah. For now, that's who's talking wanted. to Bruce? I am. I'm taking him a set. I'm going to, I took him down. I put my hand on his back, directed him to walk along with me, and I'm going to talk to him. Roll a strength check. Uh, it's a soft direction, <laughs> my man. Then Bruce Point isn't is, is leaving. He's not, not going with you. Bruce resists. Bruce is in the middle of all the people that he needs to explain things to him. Dylan's already leaving. Yeah, Dylan's already leaving. Yeah, d- d- okay. Uh, Dottie and Block are leaving. They're not important. Uh, Sabobos, so, I, I don't know if Sabobos is leaving, but I feel as though it sounded like he was. <laughs> okay, so Bobos is doing last rites on a body that that God that he worships would just kill anyway. Don't speak. Uh, don't speak uh, Evan, uh, Evan thanks Sabobos for performing last rites on the body. Uh, despite the fact that Jack is a giant asshole, I think Evan would have a certain soft spot for Jack, seeing as Jack is a similar creature. It's like my, my, my bony friend. Not everyone in life starts out as an asshole. They just develop into one. So as uh, as Dylan walks away, so nothing, Dylan. Just that's it. You got nothing for me. I'll tell you what's been happening. I didn't ask you. Pardon me. You're pardoned. I merely wished to keep you informed as you asked. I asked my friend if he would tell me what he's up to. If he would help enlighten me as to what's going on. Grim takes a deep bow and takes a step back. Dylan. Pauses for a second, clenches his fist, then keeps walking away. Oof. You want a hand at that, Bubbles? I'm having a hand with Dylan. I look up from the ceremony I'm progressing on. I go, Dylan, I think you need to come see me in the church. Yes, the church you usually don't go to. Six to eight. Six. Sorry. Six. Six to eight, Dylan. Six to eight. <laughs> <laughs> You will be there. Uh, so Dylan is gone. We're saying that Dylan is gone. <laughs> Nobody can try to drag Dylan back to the I, conversation. Randall's- out of game. Randall has to do stuff still in yeah. this episode so before we need Randall wrap, leaves wait, in 30 minutes. The conversation, well, everybody's leaving. So the conversation with uh, Bruce. Who wants to bring Bruce up to speed? This is a thing that does need to happen. He wants somebody other than Grimm because logically it wouldn't. Be grim. You guys have not been on the best terms. Grim still freaks Bruce out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. You want? It's either me or Roy. Bruce, how about we talk about it over some fish? I mean, I would never say no to that. Uh, I know, and that is a solid way to do that. All right, out of like a quick, a quick thing. Uh, Roy, you bring Bruce up to speed on everything you know, right? 
Yes. Okay. I have no reason to hide things from Bruce. Ah, uh, I'm taking the body to the Church of Moors. Uh, Dylan, where do you go? Uh, after I clean up and I make sure a lot of paperwork is torched, uh, <laughs> uh, I I take Dottie and Block. We go to John Finrone's office. I tell him exactly what happened, and then I look him dead in the eye and say, I'm going to go burn the paperwork. Uh, if you can find it. <laughs> I can. I know your office better than you do now. <laughs> I, I, your, your bibliomancy frightens me, kid. I like paperwork. Why? It makes sense. Uh, so you do that. Yeah, and then I head to the church. Which Vespera. church? Vespera first. Okay. What are you trying to do at the church of Vespera, Dylan? I'm here to say goodbye. All right. To who? Oh, you know fucking who. Uh, so yeah, you. Uh, one of the rare moments you come to the door, Sandra is at the door instead of Mary, and uh, she kind of comes like still. Like that stillness of like being surprised seeing somebody and uh, Dylan. I like a moment of your time. Sure. Uh, she nods somebody inside the room. She says, um, you're alone. Yes. Nor- normally you're with your guards. Come on. Back room now. Dylan follows. And uh, you're, you know, her private quarters. The Where most- I used to sleep on a bunk. Yeah. Uh, is, is Dylan's uh, cot still up, or has that been long taken down? Uh, no, it's because you you were in a guest room. Like, there's always a bed there, but I mean, I imagine your stuff's not really there unless you left stuff. I imagine a few things like art supplies. Oh, you're that asshole! Not a lot of people staying in the Church of Vesper lately because people have been being signed up for the army. Like the the the. Tents outside the city have been growing. Come tomorrow, it's going to be time to march. Dylan looks to Sandra, and he looks like he's about to start like five different sentences, stops himself, and then finally speaks. Yeah, she's just standing waiting for you with her arms crossed, glare, kind of glaring, waiting. You're, you, she's waiting for you to speak. Every week, uh, a representative of the city guard will be dropping off my stipend as I've been doing, and uh, I'll be making sure it gets delivered to you, along with uh, anything extra you may need. You just make a request. I've already made arrangements. If um, if anything happens to me while out there, I've also made arrangements for once a month a uh, even larger stipend to be donated to the church anonymously through the selling of old antiques that have disappeared off of... Uh, catalog from my father's estate it should be enough to last until julie reaches adulthood and finishes her education dylan yes what are you doing i'm making sure that you and julie are both taken care of if you wish also the stipend i'm the high priestess of a church dylan i'm very well taken care of julie will be fine what are you doing i'm making sure i'm making sure neither of you suffer how? The money for Julie, if there's any left over, I would ask you to put away as much as you can so that when she comes of age, if she wishes to move out of here or anything, she can buy herself a nice little cottage. Also, in my will, I've named her my heir apparent, so when she comes of age, I've already created enough paperwork that if you present it, it will appear that she is my child and acknowledged as such. 
your child, even though it sounds to me like you're going to war and don't expect to come back. So you just want her to have your name, but not your actual parentage, you know, being there. I want to be there for every day of her life, but I acknowledge that I don't get to choose that every time. Dylan, from my perspective, you're the one making the choices for everybody. I'm making tough decisions, and they do affect everyone. And I have a lot of regrets. I do. But coming to this church isn't one of them. So, Sandra is pacing at this point. It seems like she has a lot to say to you, but has no idea where to begin. Dylan, do you know why I'm mad at you? Because I'm a good person, and I've made a poor decision in your eyes. No. Dylan, I'm mad at you because since the moment I've met you, I've been trying to save you, and every choice you make makes it harder to do so. Sandra, you did save me. The only problem is that now I have to save everyone else. By taking us to war? With who? Why are we going to war? What haven't you told me? Do you remember when you discovered my book? Yes. That book was everything I used to be and every bit of potential of who I could have been. And that's gone. Then when that was gone, I tried to be something I wasn't. I tried so, so hard to be like Bruce, to be like all these good people I was surrounding myself with, and yet I wasn't. I wasn't them. I'm me, and the only thing I can do is what I do best, which is do the wrong things for the right reasons. She puts her hand on your face, and she says, My religion says, Dylan, that it's not about doing the wrong things for the right reasons. It's about giving people the choice to make those decisions with you. Do you understand? I do, and... I hope you understand that when everything comes to the light, and I take her hand and I put it away from my face, when everything is said and done, I hope everyone will at least give me the chance to apologize. But for right now, I have to be Marquis Dylan Bennett, and I have to lead people to war, and I have to acknowledge that I might not come back. I will fight tooth and nail to claw my way out of any pit I get thrown into to survive so I can come back and I can have that chance to apologize. But I can't. I can't change my path now. Even if no one understands, even if I'm hated for it, even if I'm gutted in the streets for it, I have to do this. Alright, so she puts her, her hands back across her chest and says, okay, Dylan, I get that. But if your path ends tomorrow... Because you choose the wrong one. Julie's is just beginning. And if you're not careful, she's going to follow yours. She'll want to see you. Um, I'll tell her that you're here. Dylan nods. So she leaves. Do you wait for her to bring Julie or do you want to go talk to someone else first? Uh, I walk. As I know I have a few moments, I'll actually uh, walk to the cell of Akara. Dylan? Yeah, that, that was a voice. Hold on. Yeah. That was a voice. That, that was like weird. <laughs> I didn't know my wife became a goblin. I don't know. What did you I was trying to shit, yeah, right? give her some orcishness, and it did not work. Uh, d- d- Dear <laughs> God, no. age has not been kind. What's it been? I mean, Two when you've weeks? been in a cell, you know, D- Dylan, Dylan, go gravel. He went. He went down to the cells and yeah. found Tigger. <laughs> we found him. We found dude, him. not cool. <laughs> not cool, dude. I'm gonna stand. Before the bars and look at 
Akara. Dylan? We're never going to be the people we were, are we? I won't. But Dylan, you were always more forgiving than me. You're the one that took me in. You're the one that set me up. Everything I am, every good thing I've done is because I didn't sleep in a gutter for another day because of you. I was already slipping before you died. When you died, it pushed me over the edge. It, it's you, Dylan. You, you were the one who was raising, raising our son alone for a long time. I started off as the wrong kind of person. Akara, when I was raised from the dead, I had no memories except when dying in the street next to me. And that made me who I am. No matter how much I want to be Dylan, and as much as I want to be a good guy, as much as I just want to do the right thing, I will always have the stain of Damon Shaw on my soul. I, I will always burn when everything is said and done. No matter what I do in this life, I've already sold my soul. For what? I wanted one more chance, and I have it. One more chance at what? I came back searching for vengeance. Searching for you, even. Akara, you... Yes, Dylan? You're a good person. I'm not. No. I did everything because I wanted to get vengeance, Dylan. I... I wanted vengeance more than anything. I saw it. I killed someone in their own home. I left someone without a father. I'm everything I hate. I tortured a little girl, Dylan. Cry me a river. Are you gonna get vengeance or not? She's holding- she's got her hands on the bars, she's looking you in the eyes, and it's in this moment that you realize how, like, uh, fevered she looks. There's a- there's, like, an insane passion in her. I think the only thing that Akara really thinks about is vengeance. Akara, I will never find vengeance in this new life. I will find justice for our son. You promise? I promise with the last breath I breathe, even if I come back clawing to life, I will get justice for him. And I will make this world better so no one will ever lose their son. That placates her. She kind of becomes more docile and goes back to her corner of the cell. It's almost as if it's the only thing she wanted you to say. Akara? Uh-huh? You should listen to Grandma more. How long am I going to be kept here, Dylan? Until you make a decision. I already made a decision. No, you haven't, because you're still sitting in this cell. You talk to Granlin. I'm gonna. You. She has every right to do whatever she pleases with you, and you can either make a choice, be someone our son could be proud of, or stay in your hole. It's the problem with you, good people, Dylan. Is in the end, you think the decision to be bad isn't a decision. Akara, you're not the woman I loved. But you can be a better person. So stop pretending you can't get redemption. I'm leaving, and I might die. I have a little girl out there that I'm going to take care of. I have people I'm going to save. I'm going to take care of. And you have to make a decision if you want to die in a hole or be something. Because I can't save you if you're not willing to save yourself. She doesn't answer. She's clicked off, similar to the last time you had a conversation with her. Dylan leaves. Uh, at, the at the top of the stairs is Julie. Dylan! I hug her. Yeah, she leaps into your arms. Where the hell have you been? Would you believe me if I said fishing? Um, no, not lately. 
No, because that would be a terrible lie. You gotta be better than that, kid. I am better than that. <laughs> Come on. I lie to you all the time. You do? What? Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> what have you been lying about? I don't know. Stuff. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm always lying. I'm getting into trouble way more than you now. What the f- How? I've been recently learning about this thing called puberty. It's gonna cause me to lie to you a lot. I'm sorry, Sandra. Did you hear a loud screaming in my head? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan. I mean, to be fair, she just has to avoid certain topics and they won't even come up with you lately, which is, and then she kind of coldly leaves because she realizes that she's bringing an energy to your meeting that doesn't need to be there. (laughs) That bitch vibe is real. Yeah. (laughs) I I carried Julie to somewhere that we can talk and I set her down in a seat. Hey, Dylan. So when are we going off to war? Uh, You're not. What do you mean? I'm not. I'm going with you. You're not. I'm old enough. No, no. Why not? Because I signed the paperwork. You're not allowed to go. What do you mean, not allowed to go? Yeah, kiss my ass. Uh, we all had that one field trip <laughs> we wanted to go on. Did you just tell me to kiss pair. your ass? It's yeah. gross. Yeah. Well, really, at this point, Julie. So, so, so you not here. <laughs> so what? You want me to just sit on my ass this whole time while you're off gallivanting across the town? I want to see outside the city. Fine. How about I make you a deal? How about this? Uh, you complete your studies, you work your ass off, right? And when you're older, <sighs> we can go on all the trips and vacations you want. Roll deception. I'm not lying. Um, you also just told Sandra that you don't think you're coming back. I mean, more appropriately, you just don't know if you're coming back. Like, yeah, that's that's what I was trying to get across. <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's a deception, not because you're lying, but because like you can get dead, and that's but not up to you. It's not a lie. It is a deception. It it's is a convince. The con- yeah, we'll convince. Well, it, well, it's it's. You've had two very heavy conversations, and you're talking to to Julie in a lighthearted tone. That I want to know if you can fake. <laughs> Twenty four. Fake it till you make it. Fake it. <laughs> Just learning that dad skill of lying to his children. Uh, because you've got to make the world a safe place for your kids. Which basically boils down to you lie to them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I rolled 24 on my deception. So she she says, I'll, I'm going to hold you to that, Dylan. I'm Julie? assuming that you don't have a lot of time. Hey, Julie. Yeah. What's up, Dad? I am really proud of you. Thanks. And I want you to remember something. Because I studied once at that same college I studied and I worked my ass off even though I was not nearly as smart as you. It's, I mean, I guess I'm just a natural. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want you to remember, being good is a decision. And I'm trying to make that decision every day to be good, to do the right thing by you, by Sandra, by everyone. And if you want to go on all those vacations and want to do all this stuff with me, you're going to have to make the decision, too, to be good and never sacrifice your morals. And you got to stay on the straight and narrow. She's, you can see the wheels turning in the kid's head. She's got questions for you. Uh, okay. Where does running off to war fit in this? You're, I want you to... I want you to be ready for the adventure. And as much as I want to travel right next to you for years to come, you're not quite ready yet. Okay? 
This isn't me doubting you. This isn't me underestimating you. This is me saying you've been in school for such a short amount of time still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, another question. Um, who is it that you keep visiting in the basement that Granlin and Sandra won't tell me about? Her name is Akara. She gets coldly quiet. Her name is what now? Her name is Akara. So, so, and she kind of, she has her hand on her, on the side of her head, where her missing ear is. She's imprisoned. Why, why, why didn't anybody tell me this? I asked them not to. She, um, I think you, that, why, why? Dylan, that, that, that woman hurt me. Who, why, how do you know her? Because Julie, I, I used to have a son. Uh, did did she kill him? No. She was his mother. What? Before she became the way she did. She used to be an orcish lady that helped run a bar. She took me in and we had a child. Okay. And what? You guys tortured little kids on the side for fun? Kicks? What? What? Explain to me where, where this changes. She left one day and I raised him alone. And I never knew what happened to her until I saw her. So is that why you took me in? No. To re- to replace some kid who's dead, huh? No. I had no memory, and when I saw you, it wasn't because I was trying to replace him. It's because I saw you, and I just wanted to help and take care of you. So uh, Sandra's in the door, and she's like, oh, oh no. Uh, I... I looked to Sandra. She found out. I told her. Julie's like, oh yeah, he told me. Excuse me, I gotta go downstairs real quick. I grab her by the scruff. She Yeah, she tries to run past, and you and Sandra both block her. And she is kicking and screaming, and uh, her hand is actually lit up with energy. Uh, like she's trying, stay- to, she's trying to cast spells. I'm gonna look to Sandra, as this is all going on, and say... Gramlin can offer the ultimatum to Akara, city guard and trial and whatever, or whatever else Gramlin wants. Uh, she the the sound of Julie screaming has kind of made it hard to talk. Um, but Sandra just sort of nods and um, she calls for another one of the nuns because they're they basically have to take care of this kid. And uh, she says, "Dylan, be careful." Sandra, I. Uh... Ah, fuck it. You already know. And I just leave. Yeah. Um, all right. So, fuck. It's pretty much an all Randall app today, I think, just hey. because. Hey. So, heading to Sabobos. Yep. So, six to eight. Six to eight. I remember. So, I, I go to Sabobos hey. because I actually fuck. Uh, sorry, I fucking respect the guy. Uh, and and his offer probably just sounds better now. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, so good right now. So, uh, yeah, I head to the Church of Newman. Between six and eight, specifically. Yeah. So what do you do for an hour? Uh, no. <laughs> I read a book. Shit from some right. here, I guess. <laughs> How to deal with your pregnant wife. Anyways. Um, oh. You find yourself at the Church of Newman. Uh, at the confessionals, Dylan. Uh, Sabobos, what, what? What makes a Fist of Newman 
What what brings him to the confessional? Oh, I have to guard the confessional. That's <laughs> oh, I see. So you're, you're you're just lending an ear, right? Like technically, it's not your job to. Nor nor are you like nor are you sanctioned to perform any sort of confession. I know how to. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I have my book. <laughs> no one questions that. <laughs> no one questions. I have my book. So uh, no, basically, it'd be uh, D- Dylan walks up and like uh, J- Dylan, come come this way. There's a special cell for you. Cell? It's the prison. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. We're just gonna throw you in this, and you can tell me everything you did wrong, and then you can just stay there. Sabobos, <laughs> our good, good boy. Sabobos fixes the whole shop in one move. In one action. We're locking away Dylan, and we're throwing away the key. <laughs> Solved! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he puts you in a cell. Uh, yes, it, it's it's basically it's like in a, you see a book. It says the Bobus across the across the top. Uh, so so Dylan, <laughs> you've you've got one with your name on it. Cell is in. This You're is my small crayon? stone room. <laughs> this is where, this is where I live at the church. This is actually like a fist interrogation chamber, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. Uh, now it has turned into one. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to get in. <laughs> I open up the door. Second thoughts are palpable as uh, Dylan enters the room. (laughs) Uh, Dylan, Dylan, come here. We'll go. We'll go to my cell. This doesn't look like a confessional. Confessions can happen anywhere, Dylan. Sometimes they need to happen. Go get in. Uh, I'm familiar with the art of confessions. It's half my job, but Uh, I'm not talking about (laughs) making people lie so you can write something down on a piece of paper and convict them. Things I understand how the oh hell no, you did not just say that. Hey, I've heard stories. I don't want to hear it. Get on the get on the chair. Uh, do I look like palace guard? Get on the chair, motherfucker. Well, you sure walk like me. one. I I sit in the goddamn <laughs> chair out of fucking principle now. <laughs> Dylan, <sighs> you've got multiple strands running everywhere. I mean, now you're leading people in the battle, but it's like I don't think you're prepared for that. I don't think you're prepared in the head for that. So, Bobos. Would you like to know who I am? Sure, why not? Tell me Tell me who you are. This is your confessional. If I have to. Uh, it, it is <laughs> n- his confarigation. <laughs> just, just a second. Let, so just Bobos? second. Let me light a candle over here. Let me make sure it doesn't, nothing stinks of sulfur. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Zone of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to. Like, don't, don't, wor- don't worry about the wax I'm laying down, Dylan. <laughs> just, just ignore the ignore the ritual. Ignore, ignore the, the ritual that I'm performing. You you do know uh, you should know something. I was a trained mage, and you missed a spot over there. Uh, uh, just no. So you've got the mage version. I have the clerical one. It's slightly different. I'm just saying that you the, need to put the, wax the hole over there. the hole in the circle is to let the light of Newman in. The difference is in the bookwork. <laughs> yeah, I, look, you, you don't always understand ah. religious affairs. You might be very very good at wizarding. Well, I haven't seen it from you lately. So we're going to go with you're not very good wizard. Unless you can prove me otherwise. chops from Sabobos. And <laughs> Damn, Sabobos is fucking vicious. I'm sorry, Sabobos. You're absolutely, cr- I'm a- you're absolutely so you know correct. What? You are definitely th- the better caster than I. Whoever said I was a better caster. Speak- <laughs> Have you ever seen me cast a net? Do you- it's 50-50. <laughs> do, you- do you know what the Church of Newman did not 50, 60 years ago? 
Do you think I was alive then? I have inklings. No, I'm just asking a question. Inklings, Dylan. There is unless you can point to me in a book somewhere a, where I can read it. It gets a little difficult. There is a stained glass depiction of the fists of Newman charging upon a helpless orc town and slaughtering them in the catacombs, just a few miles away from you. Uh, yeah, and we're better now. It's uh, the whole world's changing a little. Although right now the world's changing again, not necessarily for the better. What's your point? My point is, you are better. You are. I absolutely agree with you. 50, 60 years ago, I probably would have been fighting each and every fist I ever came across. That's just because of what was the practice. I was going to say, granted, you ping, but, you, you ping like crazy. It's like a goddamn bell tolling in my head. So, Bobos, if the Church of Newman and the Fist of Newman can become better, why can't I, in your eyes? Oh, you definitely can. That's why we're here doing this. This is for your redemption, my friend. Or hopefully your redemption. Who says... Who says my redemption has not already occurred? Just because I ping like crazy to you doesn't mean I'm not actively trying to do That's good. That's because redemption is a path. You're not done walking it. Yes. So, Bobos, what I'm here to tell you is that I ping like crazy because I once made a pact with the Lord Azazel himself. Just a second. Let me write that down in the book. We're missing the actual <laughs> name. We're pretty sure about the rest of that, though. Okay. I love Sabobus' book. <laughs> the reason why I tell you this is because the people we are marching against serve him. Serve him directly or indirectly, because he's a tricky bastard. And what that means, just dodging that question. Yeah, I, uh, I saw I, it. <laughs> as a DM, actually, can I, can I just ask why would you even dodge that question? That's fair, actually. Uh, just, just, just yeah, curious, because yeah, yeah. legitimately the answer to that is directly. You know... That uh, it, you do uh, know that to be Bree honest, is, to be honest, yeah. I wasn't so hundred percent sure on the answer, so I was avoiding it. I'll, I'll go ahead. And, yeah, I'll answer it in a concrete way for you. You know that at least lo- that someone in that in that okay. in in you, the the cultists that you've met directly, they are directly working for him, and he is even changing their physiology to make them into part Hellspawn, whose entire plan hinges on us failing to beat them and rescue what our fake companions need. So what you're telling me is what we actually need is a small surgical strike force specifically set fit. Yeah, yeah. Circled around the fae. It's almost specifically circled uh, around al- the fae. Almost like almost exactly like kind of what Krieg is doing. <laughs> it yeah, is. Yeah, but he doesn't have any fae. Actually, here you <laughs> damn it, DM. Sumobos. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> do you know why I'm being so direct with you? Who else are you going to be direct with? Exactly. Everybody else <laughs> thinks you're a fucking liar. I honestly expected Sabobos' answer to be because the entire room is in a zone of truth. Sabobos, <laughs> I... See, I have insurance. Oddly enough, tr- I, I trust you. You know why? Because you're honest. Yeah, it's kind of in the gig. I am planning to save this fucking world, and I got an army together through some subtle manipulations to help with that end. Okay, but you've just told me that now we're going to have to deal with Demon Spawn. So not only do we need cold iron equipment, we now need blessed equipment. Hence why the Fist of Newmans were recruited, and also why I've been slowly stockpiling a little bit of cold iron like I did to my house. That's not stockpiling, that's equipping. You've equipped your house with cold iron. 
Yes, it's very it's very interesting to acquire. I, I think the point that, that Sabobos should make is it's an army. An ar- <clears throat> he's saying you need to arm the army. I can't uh, arm the army. Really? You, you put a splinter of cold iron? You, you, you throw the swords in a barrel of holy water? It's not that hard. Sabobos, that small surgical strike you said we need, I'm looking at a part of it. And then when I earlier when we were t- all together, I looked at the rest of it. We have a rogue who is one of the best thieves I have ever met. We have a fae who casts spells that are honestly terrifying, and he winks at me, and it's scary. Granted, he needs to stay close to somebody, because he keeps getting his ass shot off. Yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hence, hence you and the other muscle-bound, lovable idiot that is Bruce. Bruce has years of experience and knows far more than he ever lets on. It really, really bothers me. I am not at all going to be the person that strikes down who we need to because I know I am not that strong. Okay, so... But I know I know enough people that so are. So what you're telling me is when you already get on the hog, because quite frankly, just, just a little bit of saying here, but, uh, you know... The stoat hiding in the bush gets the bird that the hunter had in the trap. You know what? I'm not entirely sure what you, I'm not even entirely sure what you just said, Zabobos, but yes. Weasels are dicks. <laughs> the shorthand version is weasels are dicks. Prepared weasels, where there's somebody else with bigger, better, more equipment. But when you have the natural Zabobos. ability, that's that's the key. And if that's what we got, then quite frankly, we need to go with that. Um. So are you guys kind of... You guys are kind of working out like a battle plan to come, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's kind of fade out on the concept of you guys working out the kinks yeah. of that. Yeah. Okay. You all right? So Roy and Bruce are sitting on a dock. Um, short answer. On the dock of the bay. Roy <sighs> has filled Bruce in on the events. Uh, in a few sentences, what is Roy's version of events that Bruce would be getting? Because Roy has a different perspective than, you know, some people. So, Bruce. Yeah. So you were in hell for a while, right? Yeah. And then everything went to hell out here, too. I mean, I'm not even sure what was going on before I was in hell. That's fair. <clears throat> y'all got a lot of secrets, and uh, y'all spent a, a lot of time not talking. And I got you. I got you back. But uh, I'm starting to feel like I don't know... Starting to feel like I don't know what I got your back against. Well, what do you know, or what do you think is going on, Bruce? Well, uh, you and Dylan weren't friends, and then you are friends. It's debatable whether or not we still are. And something else changed? Dylan being Dylan. So, no. Okay. Uh, and then there was, there was a heist where we had to get that box, but, uh, the box just turned out to be a bomb, so I guess we saved the church. That was cool. And uh, that was into that. And then uh, there was that mantle thing that came out of nowhere. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, still looking in for the, that. Uh, still looking for that. That's still, In the college, that's, what, what was that that's about? That's still on the table. Uh, so the whole college thing, the college had a compass. And the compass will lead us to the mantle. And so, what is, so we went. What is the mantle? The mantle is the mantle of spring for the, for the fey world. And that is apparently very bad that it's missing. Uh, you guys are sitting on the dock with your lines cast 
and your bait is just sitting on top of a frozen ocean. Excuse you. (laughs) I will not tolerate that level of lack of faith in my character. We are ice fishing. We are sitting on the dock. On a frozen ocean. (laughs) Obviously, I've got a plus one sword. We're ice fishing. There's a hole. Yeah. May not be effective, but we're trying it, damn it. But, uh, yeah, so when you say the words, so that's a problem, maybe. (laughs) The proof that it is a problem is right fucking there. Just wanted to show the ridiculousness of the statement. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, as you can see, things around are kind of fucky, and apparently that is due to the fact that one of the mantles is missing. So, so is is this what that dead guy was talking about? Which dead guy? There's a lot of them. The, bone, <laughs> the, uh, the quack in the hat, the bone guy. Yes. Although he claims to not be dead, but he's clearly dead. I don't know with him. He looks pretty fucking dead. Yeah. I mean, he's a skeleton. Like, we call them undead because they were... I mean, I guess technically he's not dead. He's undead. But dead nonetheless. So what does an undead have to do with this fey nonsense? Uh, apparently the that is part of everything being fucky thanks to the mantle being gone. I love making Roy explain this. So is that... Like, like it's just a fucking cloak. I, I don't... I what? don't know what it looks like, so let's say yes. Because the mantle, it's like those short cloak things, right? You just sort of put it on your shoulders, keeps rain off and shit. Sure. Why, I, why would you need a spring mantle? I don't know. You know, it would be very warm wearing a mantle in the spring. But that is probably beside the point. We're looking for this thing so that everything will go, go back to normal here and in Fey. And the compass leads us to the thing. And we found the compass and then Dylan gave it away. Because he's an asshole? I, I guess. Who do you give it to? Bad people. What? I mean, Roy, I'm going to tell you a secret, Roy. Depending on who you ask, we're bad people. He gave it to the <laughs> wrong bad people. He gave it to the army. Again, that, why is that a problem? Because whereas we could have dealt with it ourselves, we now have to deal with government bullshit? But, like, like the army here? Royal bullshit? Like, the same people that run that whole magical college that deals with and fixes all the magic shit? Um, I just want to interject here for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's funny to me, I just expected Bruce to have such strong anti-government sentiments, and you're not going that path, and it just was funny to me. (laughs) All right, go on. I mean, if it's out of his hair, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I feel... There's a magical problem, a magical sickness, if you will. Yes. And we just broke into the magical hospital to uh, steal from the magical doctors so that uh, a halfling, a dumbass old giant, a dead thing that won't stay in the fucking ground, uh, a very confused-looking paladin, and, uh, well, Dylan, because we think that we are more qualified to fix that in some way. Uh, we also Avil is there. Yes, who could also interject at any time. Avil yeah. is comes, she there? Avil comes uh, strolling across the ice. She is. She went for a walk, dude. Because <laughs> it's cold and frozen, and she digs that, and she has the ability to walk a little further from you, and took that liberty. Cool. She comes up and says, "How is it going, Roy? Have we filled in the giant?" Uh Mostly. This Chosen of Magog. Yes. Is he on our side yet? 
I mean, he's always on our side. He's just confused as to why. And I kind of am now too. But I imagine we took it from said hospital quotes. And yeah, we, we took it from those people because we have her. And we've got Grimm, and they have actually dealt with these things, whereas those guys were kind of just guessing. So, we have a blue ghost lady. Yes. And a dead thing. Yes. That's our that's our credentials. Better than what they got. Well, Broy, they, they have an army. Uh, I understand where Dil- and why we Dylan have thinks he's being... <laughs> they have Master Horizon... They have Nebula... No, they, they they're, have... they're in jail. They're also not Faye. So the ghost lady's a fae. Yes. And the dead, guy's, the dead guy's a fae. Yes. Sid. Why don't you just go home? They can't. Why? Everyone knows when you summon things, they just go home after a while. That's why when I got summoned from hell, I had to fucking go back. Well, yeah, but... That's how but, it works. But remember when Granlin banished Grimm and then he just kind of came back kind of fucked up? That's basically what's going to keep happening. I thought that's just because you couldn't banish an undead. No, it's because he's fae. Avil says, we weren't summoned, Bruce. We came here. We are here fully. But you can't do that. Exactly. Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to do that, but that's what's happening because the mantle's gone. And we're believing to Faye's word on this. Got anything else? Uh, Bruce is a smart man, but for once, yes. I don't like Faye. You should not, Bruce. I'm, I'm learning that real quick. Yeah. And not just my eyeball. Would you quit fucking staring at it? I'm gonna skip I, you across the ocean like a tiny fucking rock. That one doesn't blink. Well, I don't know what you want me to do. Bruce, you bear the eye of Magog. Yeah, I'm aware. It's bigger you than know, the other one. I don't know, like... Magog, Magog dwells in Fae. And it is strange to me that he has made his presence here through you. So you know this guy. Can you tell him to, like, fuck off? Um, no. He's a god. And to be fair, you only have a piece of him. It is not him entire. But she actually kneels on one knee and says, As the emissary of Magog, Bruce, I humbly ask you to aid us in our quest for survival of not just my realm, but yours. I will tell you everything I know on the subject. We need all the help we can get. Roy, why is she kneeling? I don't know. Magog is like kind of a god kind of thing, so... He's kind of a fucking dick. Prob- I don't know. This is out of my depth. I just stop, stop that shit. I'm just a fucking old man. Get the fuck up. Stop that. And Bruce just gestures at her, like, to stand up. Will, will you help, I, I, Bruce? I think you need to answer. Uh, so, let me, uh, let me get this straight. You... You've been, uh, you've been in my boy's head knocking around here for, for a while now, right? And, uh... Since the crash. And, and what crash? Of the ship. The ship. That thing that was in the college? Yes. Yes. When did that crash? The night you were on trial. Ah. The night before you went on trial. I was there. You did admirably. R- right. Uh, so anyway, um... So, so you are asking me... If I am going to protect my friends and loved ones? No, Bruce, I've 
watched you long enough to know that you will do that anyway. I'm asking you to help me. I, uh, don't give two of Grimm's bones about your well-being so much, but you are in with my lot, and I will see my lot through. So as long as you don't run counter to that, consider yourself... Threatened. Helped. <laughs> she, no, she finishes your sentence. Threatened. And I am. Thank you, Bruce. Nah, don't fuck with my boy. He's small. He's breakable. Look at him. I wave. Not nearly as breakable as you would think. You don't know how... You don't know how loud the voice in the back of my head is screaming to prove that to you. I know. And I would never challenge Magog. Uh, you guys hear a... Ahem! From the dock. And on the dock is a... Mary from the Church of Vespra. Oh, I was expecting heaven. <laughs> No. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, that uh, was very, very oven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she. Uh, but she says, uh, "Excuse me, guys. We're not at the church. You can't take my weapons. I'm not going. I'm not going to. In fact, I'm inviting you to the church where you can keep them. Uh, Grandlid wants to have a meeting with everyone. I call bullshit. No, not on the, not on the meeting. On on Grandlid saying I can keep my weapons. That's uh, I'm calling Darius bullshit on that. Darius told me to tell you that. He insists you come, Roy. D Darius said I have to go? Darius is already there. Oh, okay. Where can we find the skeleton man? Uh, uh the, Roy, where do we find that guy? The scary church. Church of... He's in the church of Newman? The other scary church. and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. 
And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you could just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.